Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. The game is over. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions. How about those Welcome to the Kingdom Corner Podcast here with Dale and Andrew. We are fired up for the 2023 NFL season coming up here. We had the draft just about a month ago or so. Uh, man, we had the schedule release. The OTAs have officially started, and we're just a few months away from the 2023 NFL kickoff. So, Dale, how are you feeling about this uh, team? Man, I feel uh, great. As long as we got one five in the back, uh, back there throwing the ball, slinging the ball around the field. I feel like uh, anything's possible, uh, and uh, it should be a good, great season. Uh, excited about the draft. Excited. The schedule releasing a little upset, but hey, that's what the, that's, that's what right. happens when you're the number one uh, seed, and everyone you, you play the toughest schedule the next year. Correct. So, uh, but I mean, we got a few breaks uh, there. We did instead of playing like, eight straight, eight yeah. straight hard teams. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, no doubt, no doubt. There, we Uh-oh. did. We do have a brutal stretch, but it's not quite like last year's stretch. So, a little bit of a break. So, we are both at the draft this year in Kansas City. Yeah. So, uh, man, what do you think about being there live at the draft? Yeah, I thought it was uh, it was uh, pretty good. I mean, uh, being live at the draft, I think there, we, we had talked on the phone about how they could have done some things different. Yeah, uh, maybe had like a local host uh, from Kansas City. I think would have been good. Like even Eric Stone Street, have him host the draft uh, when I know the TV people weren't seeing it, but what the people okay. in the crowd were doing, uh, I think that would have been helpful. Uh, and I think it would probably get the crowd. I don't even think it has to be like a sports person. I think it could have been anybody. Yeah, uh, that just kind of semi-famous that people know and who and could have been funny. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I thought the draft was incredible. Uh, what they did, what the NFL did to change uh, mm-hmm. the Union Station was amazing. And so, and then to see all the people in the sea of red uh, there was great. And to have Mahomes and Kelsey come out was awesome. I know, I know yeah. on social media, they took a lot of flack for bringing out the Lombardi. But what I mean... I mean <laughs> you're you're the Super Bowl winning team. What are you gonna? What do you expect them right. to do? It's like, oh right. hey, we won, but we're just gonna sit back here and pretend like nothing happened. I mean, if you're yeah. the host, I mean, first off, I don't know how often it's gonna happen again that the NFL host city for the draft is also going right. to be the Super Bowl winning team. But if it would have been in Philadelphia, do you really think it would have been much different if they would have won the Super Bowl? Yeah, Jason I mean, came out in that uh, witch doctor costume. And... <laughs> That's right. Looked like he belongs in in, in Nolens. Yeah, that, that, down there in New Orleans there with that kind yeah. of outfit there. Would have oh, fit yeah, right yeah. in. But, but yeah. yeah, I mean, Kansas City, I mean, they're diehard Chiefs fans, no doubt, and sports fans. I'm not taking anything away from them. But in cities like Philadelphia, New York, you know, Boston, those – cities that are just entrenched in their sports. And I'm not saying Kansas City isn't, but just they're over the top. Uh trying to figure out how to say this politically correct, I guess, but uh they're <laughs> they're they're over the top to the point that they might take things a little bit too far. And not go, yeah. not too far as just a fan, but too far just life in general kind of yeah, thing. Life in general. So and so think, yeah. if it was in one of those cities and they won the Super Bowl, I don't think it would have been any different than it might have been even more so than what the Chiefs did. Right, right, right. And it gives uh, – I think it, you know, gets players excited and want to be drafted by the Chiefs. Here's a super winning culture. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes said, hey, you know what? The draft is worth coming to and being a part of. And so that was yeah. fantastic. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it was a really cool experience to see that in person and see what they actually do. Uh, I mean, I don't know when the next opportunity will be that we'll have the chance to go to the draft, at least when it's this close to home. So have to take yeah. advantage of that. The NFL has done a much better job in the last couple of years making it more uh, fan-friendly uh, to yeah. you know just try to entice some more to come in. So they did a good job on a lot of that, that stuff. Like next year in Detroit, so uh, that'll be yeah. interesting. <laughs> I know the first night on that Thursday night, they maxed out the capacity of the area and they had to turn people away. So they definitely had a good turnout too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But if you want to look at this year's draft class here, and we're not going to dive too deep into this because as we've discussed uh, before, we know that a lot of people give their draft grades and everything else. And nobody really knows how these guys are going to pan out until the season starts. So at this point it's a guessing game and yeah. You know, we're not smart enough to just guess what's going to magically happen in the future. So, I mean, we can make things up like the best of them, I guess, if, you, right. if you know, we really wanted to. But instead, let's just uh, recap just a few of what, who we got, and then we'll look at actually the 2022 draft. And so uh, this year, you know, first draft, defensive end out of Kansas State. How do you feel about that first pick? Well, to be honest, not very great. I feel like they just draft someone because they were hosting the draft. And I know he's a hometown yeah. kid. Uh, that's great. But I just uh, – I don't think the Big 12 is known for its defense. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so... and, and, and in fairness, I listened to some of Brett Veach after the draft too, and he said, you know, we were actually looking to trade uh, up, yeah. down. We tried to trade up to get some guys, and no one was willing to, to go for the price that we thought was reasonable. Uh, we were trying to then trade back and nobody's willing to really jump to that spot. And so he said, you know, we can only do what other teams allow us to do right. as well. So, and part of that makes me think, I wonder if that's part of the winning culture of a Super Bowl chant that people just don't want to help you out as much. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. They probably, you know, it was another team or a different, different situation, but I would think Brett Beach seems like a likable guy. Yeah. So I think people would like him and would want to work with him. Uh, and so, but I think they also get uh, upset, especially the New York Giants got to be pretty upset when they see uh, what they got for Tony. And, oh, man, I know. And they just, for, they, they got this, away. So. They stole that man is what they did. They stole yeah, yeah. him. So, yeah. uh, and a lot of those times, uh, you know, we've said, I mean, a previous drafts, we're like, what in the world? Who is this player? Why did they draft them? And then we're like, okay, we're just going to trust Brett Beach because then they turn out to be a quality player. I know he didn't uh, draft like Kareem Hunt, but that like we were, I remember calling you and be like, who in the world is this Kareem Hunt from Toledo? Yeah. And why did we draft him? And then all of a sudden he turns out to be who he is. Uh, not so much now, but uh, there. <laughs> he was yeah. dynamite. I mean, that guy was amazing. And so, yeah. Probably would have won the Super Bowl 19 if we would have had him on the team. I think you're probably right. Yeah. So, so then we had. Uh, I'll just run through these real quick. We got a yeah. wide receiver from SMU in the second round. Uh, third round, we got the tackle from Oklahoma. And then fourth round, got the safety out of Virginia Tech. Fifth round, we got the uh, linebacker out of Stephen S. Austin. All right. And then... Uh, the sixth round defensive lineman from Texas who is pumped about playing with Chris Jones. Uh, seventh round got a cornerback out of Ball State. And so those are our draft picks for 
2023. So I'll just hit on a few of those. We don't have to dive too deep into any of these, yeah. but uh, I know already in OTAs, they say that wide receiver out of uh, SMU has been impressing some people, but I want us to kind of pump the brakes on that a little <laughs> bit because I've heard that about a lot of receivers in the past. Yeah. yeah. Sky Moore. Right. Yeah. And many others too, not just him. Uh, right. And I'm not saying Sky Moore won't develop into something, but let's not claim these guys to be, you know, just top wide receivers until they're actually in an NFL game here. Yeah. And now did Mahomes and uh, this kid, uh, it was Chase Heath, they threw, they threw with each other before the draft. I think they worked out yeah. together. Yeah. So, yep. I heard that too. There so when hopefully he was that- doing his stuff there in, uh, in the Dallas area. Yeah. So hopefully they'll, they'll pan out. Hopefully he'll be great. Uh, I heard he's super fast. And so that's always good. I know Andy Reid loves speed on a wide receiver. And so get some speed going, get some guys moving. Mm-hmm. I think that helps Travis Kelsey when you got speed. Uh, yes, I, I would agree. So you get some guys out there to help with that stuff. That, that, that never hurts to get some speed out there for sure. No. So but do you think they draft more by need or more by, uh, Best player, the Chiefs. Uh, I think there's a little bit of both, but yeah. I think more than anything, they tend to go more towards need. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would if I would say. Well, I don't want to disagree with what Brett Beach does. He's proven he, <laughs> he can put together a Super Bowl winning team. But right, I was right, going right. to say, you know, sometimes I question the players they pick for those positions that they're drafting, but they do seem to draft for their need. Yeah. Yeah, so I know the, we lost a lot of people. Uh, Juan Thornhill gone, and so uh, man that's to, good. to the Browns of all people, Browns, right? Uh, Got Orlando, Orlando Brown to the right. Bengals. I mean, right. McCall Hardman to the Jets. I mean, we got yeah. got a lot of people going to teams that will. Uh, on paper, be very competitive with the Chiefs this coming year. Well, maybe not the Browns, but well, yeah. true, not the Browns, <laughs> not the Browns. So. <laughs> We can dive more of that here in a second. So, but what yeah. I do want to look at is the 2022 class that we drafted. And as you were pointing out earlier, you told me something about the rookies in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, they have most uh, most rookies ever played in the Super Bowl, and so and to win and to win and to win the Super Bowl. And so I think that shows you uh, just how great Andy Reid is and his coaching staff uh, to get these guys yeah. ready. Uh, to play and develop them and to put them in situation and to trust them. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of trust for a rookie to mm-hmm. be a corner. Uh, you know, no doubt we're on an Island uh, on themselves and Jalen hurts. And that Eagles team was no, no slouch. It was no uh, just, Hey, we're going to run through these guys, but uh, to really step up and play in that moment. So hopefully, hopefully they continue. Hopefully they grow uh, those rookies. And so we'll see. Uh, I mean, probably the best one, for me, was uh, Pacheco, right? Yeah, I mean, that's it's hard I mean, to not say, but you can also argue that Trent McDuffie held his own too. Oh yeah, yeah. When and you I have think, a when you have yeah. a cornerback who's not getting his name called, that's a good sign. Yeah, and I think he got a kind of lost a little bit because of the injuries early on, and right. So, and so people uh, lost sight that forgot he was there when he came back, but he yeah, was he, he was doing he was, really good. Oh yeah. But Pacheco, just to be able to start in a Super Bowl and to have the production he had, and we both called it on this podcast. You can go back and listen. I don't know what episode it would have been, but uh, we called it. He would be the starting running back, and he has. And That's so right. He, he grows and develops and uh, turns into a little more of a 
pass catching running back. I think that I think Mahomes likes that, and so to have him. But we got Jerry McKinnon back, so that's all. That's right. That. that is a big uh, sign to sign him back again. Yeah. I know at the end of the Super Bowl, I don't remember exactly which one. I think it is one of the defensive players might have been Trent McDuffie or maybe Brian Cook, uh, yeah. maybe Jalen Watson. One one of those guys though. They somebody asked us like, "What's it like to play in a Super Bowl with all these rookies?" And their response was, "What rookies?" Man, right, because I mean, they got so much playing time this year that yeah. by the time you get to the Super Bowl, you got what 17, 18, 19 games under your belt already as a professional yeah. football player. So, I mean, that's that's quite a bit, bit of experience for your first year to play in that many games and not just play, but to start with meaningful snaps in that many games. Yeah, yeah. So, and again, but, what, what's impressive with the Super Bowl is it wasn't a top 10 defense, it wasn't a top 15 defense, right? It was right. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and we've said before, what would happen if Mahomes just got even a top 15 defense? Yeah, just a top happen? 15. Yeah, I mean, right there, like 12, 13, you know, somewhere in there. Yeah, I take fantastic. 15. I take 15. Yeah. Usually, we're somewhere between 25 and 32. So, yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> we I, should, I, maybe we should aim for top 20 even. And I mean, hopefully, I mean, no, I know the offense, or I know the NFL is going offense coaches, and so I, hopefully Spags will be here for a long time because I think that guy. I mean, I know there's times I'm frustrated with him. Uh, I, I recall last year you calling for his removal, even. So. <laughs> well, I'm just like, come on, let's get it going. But I know his uh, defense. Hopefully, with those guys coming back, we can uh, be a good defense for the start. But yeah, I guess it all that matters is being good at the end. Yeah. So um, let's look at the 2022 class. So. First round, we had two picks. We traded up even to get one of these. Uh, Trent McDuffie was the first pick, followed by George Karlaftis, the yeah. the Greek freak or whatever other nickname people have for him. Second round, two picks also. Sky Moore, Brian Cook. Yeah. Third round, Leo Chanel. Fourth round, Joshua Williams. Fifth fifth round, Darian uh, Kennard. Uh, seventh round, three picks, Jalen Watson, Isaiah Pacheco, and uh, Nazee Johnson, the linebacker. So, all in all, I mean, a pretty solid draft draft class. There is uh, probably four or five of those guys who got starts. Actually, probably more than that. Yeah, uh, they got starts at least once during the season, uh, and every single one of those guys, including our seventh round picks, all had yeah. meaningful snaps. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco, seventh round, became a starter. Jalen yeah. Watson, seventh rounder, became a starter, and uh, our other seventh round pick. Play some meaningful uh, special team snaps, but I mean, every single one of those other guys um, outside, maybe Leo Chanel got a start. Yeah. Well, I so, think he started when Willie Gay was out, right? Did he start when? He might have. He, he might have. Uh, during the a, regular season. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been him. They have another linebacker too that um, might have got some snaps in there too. But yeah, that's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right, but yeah, I know. I know her. I remember Chanel's number being called a couple times during the regular oh, yeah. season. So, oh yeah, uh, he, he played some big snaps. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What would you give the? What would, what would you give the grade of this draft class last I, year? I mean, if I'm big, basing it off of right now, I mean, you yeah. have to go an A, don't you? Every single oh, one of yeah. those guys got playing time outside of maybe the tackle of Darian Kennard. Uh, yeah. I think every single other guy got. Well, I guess it says here he did play. Um, in one game it looks like so. Uh, but all these guys, I mean, Trent McDuffie, you know, he had his injury, but other than that, he played every game. Carl Loftus played every game. Yeah. Uh, Leo Chanel played in every game. Joshua Williams played in every game. Pacheco played in every game. Jalen Watson played in every game. 
Man. Sky Moore, Brian Cook all played in every single game with snaps. So you can almost go. I mean, you could go down that list and like I can remember big plays by each of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, un- that's unreal. So the, that's the fact that, that from pick one to the last pick for the Chiefs, that every single guy had some kind of meaningful snap and meaningful play throughout the season and even into the yeah. Super Bowl speaks volumes about it. And so, uh, now we always say year two is a prove it year though. You know, you right, can right, play right. well your first year and teams can figure you out. So year two is a prove it year for all these guys. And so um that grade might need to be adjusted but after year two, and maybe after year two should be your final grade for draft classes. But as of now, that draft class looks really good. But I love I love the fact that they come out with I mean, it feels like uh I think uh the draft and the schedule release, which we're about to talk about. Uh, every team then feels like they have hope. Oh, we can win. Yeah. I mean, look at our players. Look at yeah. the schedule. We're going to the Super Bowl. Let's that's, go ahead and buy our tickets now. You know, that's but, right. That's right. Even so, teams like the Houston Texans feel like they're going to win the Super Bowl at this point. I mean, I don't follow their social media, but I assume they do. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got a new coach. We got the number one pick. We got the number three pick. Yeah, that was yeah. – uh, Man, that was that was a crazy thing to watch live just – it was I mean, get some picks like that, man. That was, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So let's jump to the schedule though. So I, it's right. not even hardly worth talking about the preseason. I don't think, but <laughs> if you're curious, there's two away games, one home game. So, but well, the, the, the thing is Andy replays probably, he's probably one of the few coaches that plays some of the starters a little more than other teams. Nowadays. Yeah. And uh, so. at this point, can you argue with, uh, with his method, with this kind of success? Cause some people say, well, these guys need rest. I'm, I don't know. We're winning Super Bowls, do they? So, yeah. and I'm not saying guys don't need rest at all, but right, right. Uh, I'm all I'm saying is Andy Reid knows what he's doing. But yeah, game uh, practice reps are a lot different uh, than game reps. Yes, uh, you know, and so a little little faster, a little faster speed going. Yeah, so absolutely. So we kick off the season at home as the Super Bowl champions on Thursday night football against the Detroit Lions. The Detroit so, Lions. I mean. That's not the game I would have picked to start the season. Uh, I no. feel like there's a lot better options for who we had for home opponents that could have filled that slot. But, I mean, the Lions are an up-and-coming team. I'm not saying they're going to make a deep run in the playoffs by any stretch, but they are, uh, at least last year, they made huge improvements. So they will yeah. definitely be a competitive team coming in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, it's pretty cool to think uh... – I mean, I'm excited for Detroit. I'm happy for them and their fan base. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They, they got a home opener. Uh, I mean, the last couple home openers the Chiefs have had against people didn't. I mean, when Andy Reid has six months or whatever, or four, three, four months to prepare for your your team. Whoo! I don't, man. I don't think I would want to be put on that schedule. No, uh, I think any team that falls in there is not going to like it. Maybe that's why the NFL decided not to put one of their primetime matchups in that. Yeah, yeah. First I would have loved to see like Cincinnati or Buffalo there just personally, just because I'm like, you know, just right. Just yep. because uh, that kind of helps out our schedule. If we would have had a, a bigger opponent there. Well, there are, yeah. I mean, they played the Eagles at home this year. What would have happened if that would have been the very first game of the next season too? I mean, yeah. maybe that's too much to ask for with the Super Bowl matchup and then first game of the next season. But yeah, man, maybe. what a game that would have turned out to be. Exactly. Uh, so uh, we won't talk too much about every single one of these games. No, then, we, yeah, yeah. then we go to the Jags, you know, so another 
playoff team, Play, though. Yeah. Uh, will, will they continue to make those strides like they did last year? Though? That, they they have a lot of question marks, but I do yeah. think Doug Peterson and their coach, former Chiefs guy, I yeah. do think he's a solid coach. I think he's the real deal. So I think he will continue to help them out. So well, we don't have we don't have Orlando Brown to uh, let Mahomes ankle get broken. Man, no joke, no joke. (laughs) We've talked about this before, and I don't. We we don't necessarily want to hate on these players in the NFL because they're doing things that we could never do. Never do. Yeah. Nothing but respect to these guys. Yeah. Orlando oh, Brown can punish I'll say, me. But, yeah. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Right. For you hit sure. me in the head and I'd be dead. So <laughs> Yeah, not even trying to hit you, just trying to block you. So Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, but anyway, I, but, I just man. know what but I just know what buttons to push. I know you, you do. So you anyway, do, you do, because I'm just telling you, if I was Brett Beach and Orlando Brown came to my office, that offseason says I want to be paid. I would have a blow-up picture of Mahomes having his ankle torn to pieces with Orlando Brown standing there with his hands in the air looking at his uh, opponent he's supposed to be blocking on top of Mahomes. I would have that blown up in the picture behind me and just say, tell me how much you think you're worth with the picture of Mahomes being injured and the franchise on the (laughs) wall behind me. So, anyways, maybe that's just too cruel. But so Then we have the... uh, uh, the Chicago Bears coming to town for our, our next home game. Man. Then we are on the road for two weeks against the Jets and the Vikings. And I mean, the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, it's a toss up of what they're really going to oh, do. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Because you wonder what Aaron Rodgers you're going to get. Yeah. But if they get the Aaron Rodgers, uh, that's the MVP guy from what, two years ago? It wasn't that long yeah. ago. Yeah. Dude, they're back gonna, to back MVP. Yeah, they're going to be a very competitive team if they get that Aaron Rodgers. And And they haven't shared it. It hasn't been Mahomes, Rodgers, Rodgers, Mahomes, has it? No, because Lamar Jackson was was in there. that's right, that's right, that's right. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, so that'll be a competitive game for sure with Aaron Rodgers there. Um, Man, because the Jets still have a great defense, maybe the best defense that Aaron Rodgers has ever had in his career. Oh, yeah. Now, their offensive weapons, uh, they got a great running back in that rookie that got hurt last year, but he started off really good at Brees Hall. Yeah. Their their wide receivers, they got a few decent ones, but I I don't know. I'd say that they're elite, but Aaron Rodgers might make him elite. So that'll be a tough one. So, and then we got the Thursday night game in October, uh, back to back home games here. Thursday night against the Broncos. And then we have the game then next week against the Chargers. So some division games here. And so interesting fact for you. I was looking at this earlier. Yeah. In the AFC West history, the Denver Broncos have won the division champion 15 times. The Chargers have won it 15 times. The Raiders have won it 15 times. And the Chiefs have won it 15 times. Oh, all right. Every team has the equal number. I know some of you listening might think, well, the league's been around, the division's been around longer than that. It's like, yes, that is true. But you also have to remember that in some of those years, we had teams, because these divisions have moved and shaped and formed over the years with more teams being added. We've had teams like the Seahawks in there before, and the Buccaneers were in there for a year, and the Bengals were even in there for a year. And the Seahawks won one of those years, so that's where your one year off is if you're doing the math there. 
There you go. So, but either way, right now, the four teams that have always been in the, the division have equal number of division titles. So that's a, just interesting fact for you for the day. And then after that, we go right back to the Broncos and their play. So Broncos, Chargers, Broncos. And then we're heading overseas to Germany to play the Dolphins. And this is the game that I thought was just the game that should not have been played overseas. You know, I know it's a big matchup, and they won a big matchup for that Germany game. But Tyreek Hill, with all the things he's been saying over the last year or so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, you're not going to let him come back to Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City? I mean, come on, Roger Goodell. Let's, Let's think about this a little bit here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to think, like, I mean, just a good off topic here, but Tyreek Hill's got to be kicking himself, right? I mean, I don't know. So, yeah. he, he's making a lot of money. So I mean, he, he got ooh. what he wanted. He got, he has himself. And I guess one, he does. I guess he does have a Super Bowl trophy. So, and a Super Bowl right. ring. So, he's I mean, got he's, himself one ring. So, I mean, he got himself a ring and now he's getting paid. So he got what he wanted. So, I mean, go. if I was him, I'd be kicking myself. So, I mean, was that? Mahomes yeah. even said this week in his press conference that because they asked things like, well, all these quarterbacks are getting paid. Do you want to get paid? And he said, well, he said, I'm not about yeah. money at this point in my career. I'm about legacy and titles. Yeah. He said, now, now he did say, I'm not saying he's like, I've made enough money to be set for the rest of my life, said, but <laughs> I don't want to hurt the market and make quarterbacks not get paid in the future because I'm refusing to take yeah. money. He said, I don't need to be the highest paid. I just want to keep the market going for quarterbacks here. So. I hope that's true. I hope that he continues that way and uh, continues to take money to keep good players around him. All right, so what do you think about it? How do you feel as a season ticket holder uh, losing a home game? Uh, well, I have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to pay for that game, so, I mean, it kind of yeah. evens itself out. Uh, but I know the Chiefs have been wanting that game for a long time in Germany. They have a pretty yeah. uh, faithful and strong following actually in Germany. So, and they're trying to expand that market too, which, so I, I get it for the chiefs side of things. I mean, they want to expand their market and, and fan base as yeah. well. So, but uh, what, well, I mean, because, are you, are well, you I said because, because they added a, a extra game, you know, last year, the year before to 17 games to have 16 games, you're still getting, uh, what, eight games at home or whatever it is. So, yeah. And two, so, so you're not, and two playoff games at home. So I mean, <laughs> that's right, that's right. And you always got the AFC Championship, the the Mahomes or Arrowhead Invitational. So yeah, so. Uh, you're you're going to be all right in the long run. So now, now when we had 16 games and they were losing uh-huh. games overseas, it made me a little more upset because I'm like, man, I real feel like I am losing a game yeah. here. But since they expand to 17 games, I don't feel that way quite as much anymore. There you go. So then after that, we have our bye, and then we have the Eagles coming to town on Monday Night Football following that. So Super Bowl rematch right there. That, that's going to be some some uh, good competition in that game. But, I mean, Chiefs are coming off a bye. So I'm not saying yeah, that, yeah. that they're going to win, but Andy Reid is pretty good off a bye. But this is the stretch I was talking about. This is This stretch is tough. Yes. This yes. stretch is right after their bye. It's a tough stretch. Yeah. So we got the Eagles at home. Then we go to the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, then we ha- go to the Packers uh, for uh, Sunday night football. Then we have the Bills coming to 
uh, to Arrowhead. So that's and we have the the Patriots after that, but I feel like that's a drop off after all those. So yeah, yeah. I'm not convinced that Mac Jones is the real deal there quite yet. No, and I feel like those games should be switched. I think the Buffalo game and uh, Chiefs game should be Monday night, and then the New England Patriots and Chiefs game should be at noon. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, having or the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, having the Patriots as a Monday night game. I'm. I'm not quite sure how competitive that game is going to be, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Then after that, we have the Raiders uh, in Kansas City and then the Bengals coming to Kansas City. And then we finish out the season going to the Chargers. So uh, I will say this. One good thing about the schedule, a lot of our really tough games are at home this year, which yeah. doesn't usually happen. I feel like in the last couple of years, our really tough games have been on the road. Yeah. So uh, it should be interesting. I mean, we're going 20-0, right? <laughs> Something like that. Something <laughs> like that. I mean, when you have a stretch like that, it's hard to imagine going uh, undefeated, but I wouldn't be opposed if they were able to pull it off. I mean, if they're the only team other than the 72 Dolphins that have a perfect season, that would would just fit perfectly. Well, that'd be like three Super Bowls and uh, a perfect season, which Tom Brady does not have, so would make him the GOAT. That's right. That's right. Not the kid. All right, so as we wrap up here, what do you think? What are the chances of repeating right now? Uh, May Man, 25th, it's... May twenty fifth, two thousand twenty three. May twenty sixth, twenty six. Yeah. So, man, it's hard to say this early. I mean, we haven't even had training camp yet. We haven't had cuts yet. I mean, yeah. There's so the much fun. to say. It is yeah. so. My, the chances are high because you have okay. Patrick Mahomes, you have Travis Kelsey, and obviously this is. Uh, this is banking on the fact that you're not going to have major injuries to people like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, right. and your two tackles, right? Because yeah. we've learned before, if your two tackles go out, you're probably not going to win the Super Bowl, even if you make right. it to the Super Bowl. So, man, uh, if I'm going to give you a percentage here, uh, I'm going to say the chances are about 80%. Which 80%? I, yeah, I like feel like to, that's it. To, to win it or to go back? Uh, To go back. Okay, 80%. So to to win it, I'm going to say probably 70%. Okay. So, right. although the fact is if if they get there, they're they're going to be a pretty good shot to win it. So, you <laughs> you might as well say 80% for both. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I like those numbers. I those mean, I feel numbers. like that's pretty high. I feel like Vegas isn't going to give you those kind of odds, so Vegas well, we probably are the, give We are we are the favorite to well, win. Well, we are the favorite, but probably not at 80%. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. Not 80%. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think probably 80% to go back. And then, yeah, with two weeks for Andy Reid, I mean, he's got a good chances. I mean, I mean, probably if they're going to they're gonna go back, then I'd probably give him a 90% chance to win. There you go. To win it all. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the football season. I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, excited to see OTAs again. Or not OTAs. Uh, training camp is about to start here next uh, probably six weeks from now. And so that's uh, that's crazy to think they'll be in St. Joseph, Missouri, uh, right down the road from me. So, yeah. All right. So time. here's here's the question I have for you: Who okay. is the Chiefs' uh, biggest competition as far as the 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 team to knock them off the AFC Championship route? So yeah, the think, AFC team. Who are your maybe your top one and maybe your runner up? Oh, this may shock you. All right, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, that's uh, is I number mean, one. 
Yeah, I don't know how it can it be. I I heard something on the radio the other day. They said that the top competitors to the Chiefs are the Jets and the Bills. Okay, well, so that and, and my, I'm like, and, and, they, yeah. and they said, you know, even and then those a few one or two other teams. They said, you know, uh, you know, maybe even the Jaguars, but the Bengals weren't even mentioned. I'm thinking, have you not been watching football lately? Yeah. The Bengals are they're they're going to be there. Joe Burrow is the real deal. Yeah, and then I would say this what this is where I think I would shock is probably the Jets. Oh, all right. And I, I do say I only say this not just because of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is great, but that defensive line that the Jets have Oof, is yeah. incredible. It and is. we've seen how do you beat the Chiefs defensive line? Yeah. If they get two Mahomes with four, it makes it a lot harder. Not saying it's impossible, it just makes it a lot harder. So I would say those two teams, uh, because of Buffalo. Why why are they even mentioning the same breath with Kansas City still? Yeah. I mean they, uh, I mean, great. You beat us in the regular season. Congratulations. Beat us when it matters. Yeah. Right. Until you do. And Cincinnati's done that. So Cincinnati's done that. They beat us uh to go to the Super Bowl. And so yeah, I would just say, hey, it's Cincinnati and New York Jets right now. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I think the Bills, you know. Uh, they were taking some steps backward yeah. to end the season last year. Oh, yeah. And Josh Allen was part of the problem, having oh, costly yeah. turnovers on game-winning yeah. drives. And so, I mean, to put the Bills in that same conversation, I think, is a little uh, a little premature here. And so, yeah, I'd agree with you. I think the Bengals are the top team for com- the competition for the Chiefs to knock them off. And, uh, man, I, I think – and I might agree with you. I think maybe, uh, maybe the Jets with that. I mean, you can. I knew the Jets were getting competitive, but you brought up that point about their defensive line, and uh, I don't. I, mean, dis- get, I, yeah. I can't disagree with that. They split with Buffalo last year because of that defensive line, and they yeah. fight. If they had a quarterback that could actually make a play, they might have won both. And so I think that defensive line is really good. And then right. with Aaron Rodgers and uh, that running back and the wide receiver, and then it seems like all Aaron's friends came uh, to New yeah. York. You got Nicole Hardman. I mean, it just seems yeah, crazy to think. Yeah. It's going to be a show, that's for sure. So we're excited for the 2023 NFL season to get here and for the Chiefs to potentially and hopefully run it back for another championship. We'd love to have back-to-back championships here uh, to match some of the other greats, but and we are so oh, glad yeah. you joined us on this episode of the Kingdom Corner brought to you by Ohe Threads, where a portion of every purchase goes to support missions all over the world. We'll see you next time right here on the Kingdom Corner.